0: Hello Blue Jays! Welcome back to the Johns Hopkins Newsletter podcast for another episode. I'm Helen Lacey. We at the newsletter are excited to share the ins and outs of Hopkins with you. From recaps of pressing Hopkins news, interviews with notable community figures, to peeks into daily student life, make sure you tune in every other Thursday. Now time for some recaps. Engineers must consider the societal implications of their work. After a summer of working as an engineer, junior Katherine Pollard shared her thoughts on the looming negative social impacts of artificial intelligence. Over the last few months, Pollard worked on AI and found herself becoming aware of the potential problems that can arise from recent advances in the field. Pollard used the grapes of wrath as an example of technology that can cause abrupt changes to the workforce and the economy. She described the landlord's employment of tractors in place of workers and how it drove the Jodes family to eviction. She also highlighted how the impact differed depending on people's economic status. While some benefited from the convenience tractors afforded, some lost their homes. The machines, reminiscent of AI today, were portrayed as monsters in the story. Pollard acknowledges that although new technology can increase efficiency, The results will eventually lead to loss of societal stability if only a few members of the population benefit. The world we live in has vastly changed from when Steinbeck wrote The Grapes of Wrath, but Pollard stressed that engineers should take into account how new technology, particularly AI, can affect the economy as a whole. Students find ways to get engaged at the Student Involvement Fair. Last week, on September 1st, the Leadership, Engagement, and Experiential Development Office held the Fall 2023 Student Involvement Fair at the Rec Center. It was a place for both incoming and returning students to learn about and sign up for a variety of co-curricular experiences at Hopkins. The university has almost 400 student-run organizations, which gives students the opportunity to find a club that suits their interest. In interviews with the newsletter, two freshmen, Naga Virmalu and Samuel Hudman, shared their excitement for joining new organizations. Veer said, I didn't actually hear about most of them before coming here and I got to know a lot of them. He showed interest in the Maryland Science Olympiad after CIF. Hudman shared a new perspective in his interview. I really wanted to meet new people from Hopkins, he said. Junior Christina Rivera talked about her first time attending CIF as part of a student organization. It's really nice getting in the swing of things and being able to tell people about what I experienced freshman year and how they can be a part of it, she said. Many groups even had interactive activities, merch, stickers, and flyers for the attendees to take home. Everyone had a chance to gain insight into the diverse activities on campus. University makes significant changes to pre-orientation programs. This year, the optional pre-orientation program offerings for the class of 2027 changed significantly in comparison to the previous years. Pre-orientation hosts a variety of programs that allow students to explore the Baltimore area and meet people a week before the official move-in day. However, one of the most popular programs, run by Johns Hopkins Outdoors Club, Jayhawk, and Outdoor Pursuits was canceled. The Outdoor Pre-O had previously been held for 25 years, aside from a pause during the COVID-19 pandemic. In addition, programs held this year had a charge of $250, while they were free before. In an email to the newsletter, Jake Olcolo, the Deputy Director of Athletics, explained that this decision was made due to the absence of professional staff members to supervise the program. The change this year is one we hope will be temporary, based on staffing, he wrote. Both of our full-time employees who oversee this program are departing Hopkins, and, as a result, we felt cancellation was the best decision for this year. Ensuring the high-quality nature of these programs takes a lot of time and preparation that we could not guarantee. Nevertheless, students who attended the other pre-orientation events expressed positive responses. Freshman Bursu Mulugeta, who participated in the International Student Orientation, stated, I definitely think it was worth it. Partly because the move-in day was much earlier, too, she said. Getting the chance to move in early to explore Baltimore and D.C. areas and have a little bit of time to get adjusted before everyone else came in made the transition process much easier for me. Although most students agreed that the programs allowed them to meet mentors and friends that helped them ease into college quicker, they disagreed on if the pricing was reasonable. Hernan Mancilla, another freshman who was part of the International Student Orientation, said, they did take us on a trip to D.C., but we still had to use dining dollars and meal swipes for food. It was mostly the guides bringing us to places instead of paying for things, he said. Nonetheless, Mansilla added, still, I'm really glad I did the orientation and I think it was worth it on the meeting people side of it. From Rebuilding to Contender, story of the 2023 Baltimore Orioles. Astonishingly, the Baltimore Orioles have the best record in the American League this year. Joseph Rainbolt shared his thoughts on how they did it through a dreaded rebuild, four years of losing, blossoming stars, surprises, and a little luck. During the rebuild, the Orioles traded Manny Machado for five minor league prospects, none of which panned out. Yet the moment marked a shift for the Orioles by cementing a change in management when the Orioles brought in Mike Elias as the new general manager following the 2018 season. Rainbolt shared that the Orioles' period of losses allowed them to acquire favorable early draft picks, resulting in the construction of the robust young core that underpins the Orioles' 2023 success story. Adding to this, the Orioles' team consists of many young, blossoming players. The 13 best players on the Orioles by wins above replacement are all under 30 years old. Rainbolt concluded that luck has been on the Orioles' side this season. Injuries have been a significant factor in the American League East Division this season, and this has played in the Orioles' favor. Going into the 2023 season, the Yankees and Rays were viewed by most as the favorites to win the division, but both these teams have struggled with the injury bug. The Yankees lost star outfielder Aaron Judge for half the year and have struggled to keep a healthy starting pitching rotation as the loss of 2022 All-Star Nestor Cortez Jr. has proved particularly damaging. The orioles on the other hand have mostly avoided season-altering injuries giving them a leg up on their divisional competition now let's move on to our wrap-up here's what to watch and watch for according to our art section a haunting in venice a mystery movie directed by kenneth branagh will come out this weekend along with the inventor a stop-motion animated film directed by jim capo bianco and pierre-luc grandjon that follows the strange and wonderful life of artist and inventor Leonardo da Vinci, complete with flying contraptions, war machines, and more. Now, on to a rapid-fire recap of science news. A study published in Science suggests that the Homo genus experienced a severe population bottleneck between 930,000 and 810,000 years ago, which reduced the number of breeding individuals globally to around 1,300. The researchers, led by Wang Ji-Hu at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai in New York City, developed a fast infinitesimal time-coalescent process to calculate ancient population sizes based on modern DNA samples. While the study has been disputed, a critique was published simultaneously by two British researchers. It highlights human vulnerability in a constantly changing world. NASA's transiting exoplanet Survey Satellite has discovered several new, long period exoplanets. Currently, there are over 5,000 confirmed exoplanets, however, 80% of them have short period orbits, fully orbiting their respective star in under 50 days. This is partially due to the fact that TESS can only indicate 28 days at a time to each sector of the sky that it surveys. As TESS detects exoplanets based on repeated transit between the Earth and the planet's star, it favors planets with shorter orbital intervals. Now let's check in with the Blue Jays competing all over the country. Women's volleyball is competing in the Susquehanna-Ithaca tournament this weekend. Men's water polo is competing against Wagner-Lewisburg this Saturday. And women's soccer will compete against the College of New Jersey in Ewing, New Jersey. Live video and stats can be found at hopkinsports.com. Go Hop! That's all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. For more in-depth news, you can visit our website www.jhunewsletter.com, and find print editions of our paper around campus. The newsletter podcast is produced by Helen Lacey and Charlene John. Audio production by Harrison Rosenblum. Script written by Claire Park. Production support from Abby Tushman and Yana Mullaney. Thanks again for listening.